interrupt this program with a special report. I got a message for all you folks out there in Radio Land. So sit tight and bend an ear. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Manga Monday podcast. My name's Ben, and I'm with a co-host, Edgar. A uh, co-host? My name's Edgar. Hi. Yeah, his name is Edgar. <laughs> That's great. The co-host. The co-host. The one and only. Yeah. Um, how was your week t- uh, this week, Edgar? It was great. That's yeah. Great. Uh, nothing uneventful happened, definitely. <laughs> I can't imagine if a single thing happening on any stage whatsoever, but we'll get into that. Yeah, no. Nothing happened this week out of the ordinary, I don't think. Anything? You you watched anything big this week? Uh, the final episode of My Dress Up Darling, My Dress Up uh, Darling. happened. It's great. Uh, the animation on that last episode is absolutely amazing. If yeah. I, I, I know you haven't caught up with it, but nope. man, that was gorgeous. That was like absolutely... I think Cloverworks did it, and I'm only more hyped for what they have now, Um uh, but that show was great. It was good to watch. Yeah. And the animation was uh, amazing, wholesome. Uh, go check it out. That's what I watched. What else does Cloverworks do? Do you know? Um, they did, uh, to my memory, they did The Promised Neverland, and that might get like a lot of groaners, but um, mm-hmm. they animated it what, very well. It's just the producers, I guess, or the higher-ups that decided to screw up the show. <clears throat> Animators have nothing to do with that. So they animated that. It was a great adaptation, at least the first season. Uh and then they're doing a Spy Family along with Wit Studios. So two big goats uh, combining for Spy Family that's coming out this spring season. So they're doing that. I can't honestly say what else Cloverworks has done. If you look it up, they've done a lot of things. They're a very uh, big studio. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm excited for I'm excited for that. And I'm sure I, uh, like I really want to read Promise Neverland just like I want to yeah. read Fairy Tale. I'll probably. I've heard, a couple th- I've heard a couple things about both of those. There's just some series, series that, I mean, Promised Neverland was one of those series where I binged like in like one week. It was just wow. that good. The first season is like really something else, and that's it, it's like I've never been. There's like, in, I think I've only been five things. Hmm. Like I watched Attack of Titan, and Attack of Titan is like probably one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite, and it's so good. But I I don't even think I binged it just as fast as I did with shows like Promised Neverland just because of how addictive and tense and like great yeah. the pacing was so i'm probably gonna pick up the manga because i really they did a disservice to that on the second season so that's it goes great. up there yeah that's yeah. great all right and what do you do you watch anything or read anything did i watch anything yeah i'm trekking through three mangas right now um Jeez. yeah i'm i'm reading well, i'm reading that many too but yeah, yeah i'm reading vagabond but i think you and i read very differently like i read slow i read very slow well i read like um, it depends. Like, I'll go like on a. I remember I started a new series, Twin Star Exorcist, and then I was reading that. Like, I read like, the 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 chapters for that series are like fifty pages. Yeah. But I read like ten ten chapters. That doesn't sound like a lot, but fifty pages each chapter. So I read like a lot in like one day. But I usually read weekly whenever a weekly series comes out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it really depends on the series. But you yeah. said you read slow. Is, yeah, I read slow. Uh. I'm reading through Vagabond right now. I've been reading that for about a month. I'm reading through Vigilantes, My Hero Vigilantes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's not 
as great as everybody says it is. I think it's fantastic. You're one of the few people that I I know even read that. Read it. Well, I love I love everything my hero, but Vigilantes. A lot of people say is better than the main series. I'm on volume Uh, six, which is halfway through, and that's not it's not quite there yet. But maybe it will get there. Um, But I, I I still love it. I still enjoy reading it. That's why I'm continuing to read it and buy the volumes. And then. Um, I started reading Hell's Paradise uh, last week. That weekend. is getting an anime adaptation, is it not? By MAPPA. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> I'm reading, I'm yeah. reading, uh, I'm mm. reading uh, that author, I can't remember his name. It's Yuji something or something. Yeah. He, he his second series, I'm reading that, uh, Ayoshimon. I don't know how to, that's how you pronounce it. Ayoshimon? It's about uh, uh, the Yakuza in yeah. Japan and like they have like different, abilities and whatnot yeah. i'm reading that and it's just funny that you're reading the main yeah the one that everyone's <laughs> talking about and i'm reading his new one that like apparently mm-hmm. isn't doing so well in shonen jump but right, either way right. i'm enjoying it so yeah it's 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 great and hell's paradise the pacing is immaculate it, it's a, it's a very very good series and i'm only 20 chapters in and it's only 130 and it's a short read which is great i'm also tricking my way through cowboy bebop but and i do watching that one, right yeah w- watching that i do like one episode does a it week, have them on so i'm i'm uh, it has mangas, but it does not not one from the main series. Oh. But yeah. Also, uh, the One Piece chapter this week was phenomenal. And it was it was one thousand forty four. Yeah, it was forty five. I, I think know. it's forty four. It was the best chapter in recent memory. I have I never think. seen anyone right. hype up a chapter. They were hyping it up like before then. They were telling people who spoiled and read scans to not yeah. read those spoilers and scans. Yeah. Edgar Edgar has read hasn't read the manga yet. But so. but I just. I haven't read it, and I'm not like I don't like anything. One, I, I mean, in terms of like posts, like I don't read that stuff because I'm mm. obviously like not into it. But I just saw it like everywhere. Everyone yeah. was talking about it. Everyone was me, typing me it up. Me and my friends, we all read it together, and we were we were we were so high. We did were it, like, did it meet oh it? my god, oh my god. So it met it, like oh, it met it. It met it. I got Oda could have gone a thousand, a hundred thousand different ways, and this was the right one for me. There, there are people out there who, of course, say, "Oh, it's you know," but I think, I think they're wrong, and I, I think it was a, re- I think it was the best One Piece chapter, but that's just me. Of all time, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. that's a hell of a hell of a yeah, feat to beat, definitely. Because uh, I, I have a lot of favorite chapters, but that one's up there. Definitely. It's just that was just impressive to watch, just to see how many people in yeah. that I wasn't like affiliated or like around with were just mentioning it so much. So I never, yeah. I. I don't think I've seen a chapter other than like ending chapters are different because everyone it's an ending of a manga. So like ending chapters, like the, like the final chapter of Attack of Titan, I remember that, but that was like yeah. the final chapter. So like, of yeah. course people are going to be talking about that, but I've never seen like a specific chapter and it's kind of, I mean, it's one piece. It makes sense, but I've just yeah. never seen that with any other chapters of one piece before. Yeah. But this is, this is the end of the second act of one piece, which is pretty big, you know, second act. <laughs> yeah. It's the second act, but oh I, I have God. a feeling the third act is going to be much shorter than a lot of people. Think. So you but say, yeah, because every years later, we'll because <laughs> right. everything's kind of convening. It's very much like, it's very much like the first, it's very much like, how do I? It's like the movies before Infinity War. Yeah. It's like the movies before Infinity War, where it happened. But anyway, so um, mm-hmm. Edgar, I got some news. Give it to me. Do you want to hear the news? Sure, I got some for you too. But you go first. News. News. Okay. Uh, 
So the big one is the last one. So we'll go off just a couple of here. Gotcha. Zuka's Hojo's City Hunter manga to be published in English. Uh, descriptions. Uh, Ryo Sebi, a.k.a. City Hunter, a sweeper who fulfills all his clients' needs. He'll do anything from bodyguarding to contract killing, but he'll take the job if a pretty woman is involved. Okay. City Hunter ran from 1985 to 1991 and has 35 volumes, but has never gotten an English publishing. Uh, so this is because I thought this was interesting because there are a lot of mangas in the 80s because manga and anime wasn't a part of the yeah. big pop culture thing. That, that was just a long time ago. Yeah, that just doesn't have, it just doesn't have any English, you know, volume adaptation i only know two yeah. current not as old as that obviously but tokyo revengers and blue lock are like two of the biggest mangas that don't have english publishing at least in physical copies yeah because and they're huge mm -hmm. and they're both one already hasn't uh started an adaptation tokyo revengers blue lock is getting theirs but there's no physical volumes in english and that's just so surprising and the fact that this one is barely getting one after so many years that's just weird. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There are a lot of good animes and mangas in the eighties that that didn't really get that respect. But it's glad it's good to see that happen. Mm -hmm. um, Tanari no Yokai San manga listed with the anime project. Uh, the manga takes place in a rural town and tells stories of the carefree, heartwarming, and sometimes mysterious lives of yokai humans and gods who live alongside each other in the town. The manga volume one will officially ship on April seventh. So a lot of people are saying this is very good. A lot of people in Japan, in in America, we haven't gotten any anything of this. So it's going to be fascinating to see. A lot of people think it's going to be the next big um, heartwarming anime. But oh. yeah. Uh, new One Piece video game, Odyssey. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't play anime video games. Yeah. I, I do. It, it, it depends. Is it mobile I, I mean, or is I, it like... No, it, it's a real, real video game. However, I want a One Piece video game that's open world and that you can create your own character and choose your own devil fruit. That's ambitious. It's, it's never going to happen. No. But um, that's like, like every, that's like the, I don't know if this Hogwarts, right. that Harry Potter game, that's just what everyone wants right. from a Harry Potter game. Just like pick your own mm -hmm. a house and pick your own like whatever, have your own wand, pick your own. That's just what everyone wants in any major story. It's just always yeah. like they just never do it. Either maybe it's because it's just too ambitious and too yeah, it's too complex to yeah. do it. But those kind of games really H get Hogwarts me. Hogwarts, I can see possibly, but One Piece is just such a big world. Like you could. It's never, a lot of water, man. You it's can a do lot it. of water. It's like yeah. No Man's Sky, but like one planet, and then like just all water, and then you just like get a right. boat. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but I think I think that somebody could do it. But I I, I don't know. It would take a no, while. So but anyway, I would play it honestly if they made it. Yeah, definitely. But um, spoiler alert: this one is not that. Uh. One Piece Odyssey is a new JRPG coming in 2022 to PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Uh, this is what Oda had to say about it in the most Oda way imaginable. Oh, here, let me try and read it as my Oda voice. I thought to myself, wasn't it like three years ago when I designed the characters? <laughs> but when I actually saw the game, wow. It felt like I was watching a movie. What incredible immersion. Otisan. How much do you think he got paid to say that? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. That was like, that was Oda, best. You know, Oda's a fan of anything One Piece. Even yeah. Though, you know, the live action, he's, he's anything. He's a supporter that, you know, of what he makes, and exactly. I appreciate that. Exactly. I, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Here's a story synopsis. During their voyage, the Straw Hats, led by Monkey D. Luffy, 
are swallowed by a huge storm at sea. They end up on a mysterious island full of nature amidst the storm and become separated from each other. Uh, so this sounds like a very baseline video game, yeah. and it just takes place on one island, which is cool. And I don't think One Piece has had... Uh, they had something kind of like a JRPG, but it was more fighting based. Um, I I just don't think I just don't think it's gonna be good. Yeah, you know? that's how most uh, anime games go, like Jump yeah. Force of all. I think Dragon Ball has a lot of good games. Well, yeah, there were yeah. fighter games, of course. They're yeah. gonna be good, and then Demon Slayer's. Uh, Kakarot was good. Was yeah, good Demon Slayer's strategy. game, yeah. uh, Hinokami. Uh, Hinokami Chronicles. Kakeru? Yeah. Yeah. Chron- yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Th- that did well, and it was made by the same developers as the Dragon Ball games. So. Yeah. Definitely. That's usually and how they Dynamico. go. Uh, they they make uh they made Elden Ring too. Really? Uh, yeah, Demon's uh, the Demon Souls game. Yeah, I just yeah. wish the anime got like a better rap regarding yeah. games. Definitely, definitely. Uh next one, The Witcher meets Japan in an upcoming manga, The Witcher Ronin. That sounds right up your alley. I'm very excited. The Witcher 3 is my favorite video game of all time. I hate the Netflix series, but uh, that's okay. I, I like I like a lot of people like, like that Cavill. series. I know like. a lot of people like it, and that's fine. I refuse to watch it because I feel like, for me, Geralt of Rivia's story ended in The Witcher Three, so I don't hate it. I just I just haven't watched it. There you go. All right. Um, I can see that. Uh, uh, Dark Horse comments and CD Projekt Red, which is great because that means Netflix isn't involved, uh, <laughs> are teaming up to bring friends The Witcher. A new take on the beloved universe. The Witcher Ronin will be a new manga written by Rafael Jacqui uh, with art by manga artist Hataya and letters by Itiyi Bidikar that combines the Witcher with rich traditions of Japanese folklore. In this world inspired by Edo period Japan, Geralt is faced with a difficult moral choice while battling a variety of yokai and oni, creatures inspired by Japanese myths. Each encounter drops a clue in his desperate search for a mysterious apparition known as the Lady of Snow, Yuki Ona, for she is the key and to the one Geralt seeks, but finding her won't be easy. Uh, very similar to Siri. Yeah, but yeah. W- so it's not following Witcher 3 game technically? It's like no, putting him in Japan? It's, like yeah, his it's, story it's, it's its own story, oh, yeah, which okay. I think is fascinating. Um, Fans can read The Witcher Ronin from the comic shops on October 19th and bookstores on November 1st. Jesus. Good birthday present for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, Netflix. More than half of its members globally watched anime last year. I saw that, yeah. Director of anime creative of Netflix, Kohei Obara, revealed to Entertainment Magazine Variety on Monday that more than half of Netflix worldwide audience watched anime last year. The number expands to 90% for Japanese Netflix subscribers. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Basically, like uh, half of people who have Netflix watch one anime at least. Yeah, and that's like absolutely amazing. I mean, twenty twenty, we were doing nothing, so I'm pretty sure they were just clicking <laughs> on whatever they can find. But that's just like no ab- kidding. I would, I uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that spiked a huge interest in once again anime. Yeah, so that's like super cool to hear about. Definitely, definitely. My dress up darling adds two hundred million copies. Uh, two hundred million. Jeez. Two million copies in circulation since anime's premiere make it the highest selling thing of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jujutsu Kaisen to have sixty five million copies in circulation as of April fourth. When they say circulation, that just means how many have they printed, and that's all all around the world. Or yes, because uh, like sold is like one thing, but circulation circulation is, means like how know, many they printed, right? Yeah, I still think circulation is fascinating though, just to see like 
65 million of of a single you know series is a lot yeah you know but and it's always course, people yeah. buy those to buy it so yeah. like it's not like they're sitting on shelves like normal books unfortunately are but yeah. like they buy that stuff so definitely this is the big one the oscars received <laughs> major backlash from uh, animators and animation fans over belittlement of the award yeah um just to preface i don't like the oscars uh i don't watch them uh i have never liked hollywood i'm not a big fan of it I enjoy the content that they create, and I love people inside of Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, however, Hollywood, Holly, Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. You uh, say Hollywood as an institution as a whole, I don't like, and it's the reason why I'm probably never going. I to can move see to that. LA, you know. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't move for to even, even. I wouldn't move to LA for a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so let me read this off to you. When presenters Haley, ba- uh, uh, Halle Bailey, I don't know these people. Lily James and Naomi Scott, actresses who starred in the live-action remakes of Disney's animated films, Except for came out to yeah. yeah came out to present the award. The script provided for them by the Oscars writing. Just, so th- that's important. Yeah, that, I was going to touch on them. that. Yeah, I was going to touch yeah. on that too. But keep going. Yeah, uh, staff included remarks on how animated movies are formative experiences for kids who watch them over and over. Here is what they said verbatim. All of these characters hold such a special place in our hearts because of animated films make up some of our most informative movie experiences as kids. There you go. That's the first sentence. Second sentence. Mm -hmm. So many kids watch these movies over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Third sentence. I see some parents know exactly what we're talking about. Later, Amy Schumer, who said in her monologue that the only nominated movie she watched was Encanto, which, because she had a toddler, she'd seen 190 times. Uh, Just so you know, one of the nominated movies in this category is Flea, which is about a refugee fleeing his country. And it is not... It's not the most kid-friendly movie on the planet. Yeah. Also has gay gay representation in it, too. Yeah, So it's not like And it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It was a content it, it could have yeah. easily been a contender for best film regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um but their the, their kids watched Encanto so they were like let's It's let's not yeah, it. it's yeah. not for yeah. Of course. Um this had received some backlash obviously uh and this has inspired not inspired but continued the idea of wage problems for animators and people working on animation. Phil Lord, who worked on Into the Spider-Verse and the Lego movie, said this on Twitter. Super cool to position animation as something that kids watch and adults have to endure. Shannon Tyndall on Twitter, another animator. We spend years pitching, writing, storyboarding, designing directly, and rewriting only to have our medium spoken down to and publicly mocked at less than half the price of our colleagues in live action. Unacceptable. Hashtag New Deal for animation. Alex Hernandez this belittling of animation starts with the disparity in wages. What they did to at the Oscars is just a little example of how they profit off the medium without recognizing its worth. Now, I completely agree with what they say. And I think this also puts into perspective how obsessed Americans are with live action, right? Yeah. And and turning That's why you know, it's yeah, a big ahead. reason. No, yeah, I was going to run keep, go off your thing. Yeah, but it's a big reason why people don't get into anime or like just disregard anime it's like oh it's cartoon mm-hmm. it's not for uh it's not for adults it's for kids wasn't demon slayer rated r yeah <laughs> it was yeah there you go <laughs> uh but yeah it, it's it's just we're obsessed with that stuff and i just wish 
that the that the Oscars started treating it like it is. It's an art form, a very just like plays, just like movies. It's not a genre. It has yeah. its own genres. Exactly. Like, like it's 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 a beautiful beautiful piece of art that can be stretched and expanded in multiple different areas. Yeah. You know. It's a medium to watch to yeah. watch that can tell diff- a load full of different stories that some ways that live action can't do yeah and but i understand where this like wall comes from it's just it's just like back then like it, that was like the only way to get that was like the only way kids like watch they would only watch cartoons so it would only be seen as that so when you like seen them hand hand right. in hand you can't like look at something first like that and yeah. say that this is like this is this seems like it's for kids but, and it's yeah. understandable to do that but even if even if like they were correct like w- let's go off the basis that every cartoon is for kids yeah. right unless it's for preschoolers i always go back to this quote by cs lewis that says you know if a kid's story can only be enjoyed by children it's not a good children's story yeah. you know my favorite show of all time is a kid show avatar, avatar the last, last airbender you know uh, that's the third time I've mentioned it in this podcast. I, I, I don't blame you. Uh, it's like me mentioning yeah. well, I have Attack on Titan probably. Well, yeah, but I don't yeah. mention that as much as you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's, and I continue to enjoy it because even though I know it's for kids or the demographic is for kids, it can be enjoyed by everyone. I watched Encanto. I agree. And I, and I, I, like, I, I, w- I didn't think it was the best in the world, but I liked it. Yeah. You know? And I watched Red last week, and I enjoyed it too. But it, just because it's for kids doesn't mean you can't watch it and be like, and enjoy it, you yeah. know? It's just, I mean, there's a lot of Disney adults who would definitely disagree with the, what the Oscars basically said because like, they wouldn't <laughs> be going to Disney. Don't bring up Disney adults in this podcast. No, but here. there's a reason why they why there's so many of them because they just, yeah. Pixar and Disney just do a good job at telling stories that don't pander to kids, but it just could yeah. be enjoyed by literally anybody. Yeah, it's, like Invincible, one of the biggest, <laughs> yeah. you know, like not for kids at all. <laughs> Definitely and, not for kids. And Do Marvel even profited off of this with What If. Yeah. You know, like I just don't know what, I just don't know what world the Oscars are living in. I just wish that they cared about all the awards and not just the ones that happen at the last 30 minutes of their program. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's just sad. And we'll get, in, we're about to get into, I'm pretty yeah. sure, Ben, a lot of reasons why the Oscars are like a big. That's, that's one of them why, why I don't like it. And that is a very, uh, I almost forgot about that because there's a lot of things that they did at the Oscars that. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell me, Andrew? Uh, I don't know if you heard, Ben, but um, a certain actor slapped another certain actor. No. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> uh, I know you you people are probably tired of hearing this, but we're, co- this is coming fresh off, uh, our, this is. It's still rel- relatively fresh to when we're talking about it and reacting yeah. to it. And I really don't want to talk about it. I really want to talk about the Oscars themselves. But I'll touch on this one event uh, very briefly because, to be honest, it's kind of stupid. Uh, Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock after making a joke about uh, his wife, uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me look up what, what it, the condition is called. It's basically balding. Is what the, he, he made it a joke at, at the expense of her. Uh, basically, uh, G.I. Jane 2 yeah. uh, is about a woman uh, with a shaved bald head. Um, uh, alopecia, there you go. It's, it's low-hanging fruit. Men have it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not really the event that has me riled up and that makes me like roll my eyes. It's like the reaction that everyone's doing at is that, yeah. uh, and especially on Twitter, which is like an absolutely toxic dumpster fire of a, <laughs> of a social media platform. But right. you see people like, 
taking everyone's opinion in it on its head and just basically uh making it seem like that's like your only like opinion in it like making it it's like the new like like when you're dating somebody like oh what's your thought on this because if you say this and i'm not gonna date you or if you say this you're an absolutely horrible human being right but it's really dumb and i was watching it i was like i can't i couldn't believe this was happening like (laughs) i thought it was a skit everyone thought it was a skit i was texting my friend i was i texted you i'm like did you just see what happened like did you are you is it real like are you saying this and what um, do you think do you think it's fake uh no i think it's real but if it is fake hands down they should get Oscars for that performance. Yeah, Cause I like, I, uh, I can't believe, I just can't believe it. Um, I never, it's the only thing. The only thing for me is there's no way Will Smith's entourage didn't know Chris Rock was going to tell that joke. See, and that's the thing. People are giving Chris all this hate, but like, like you said that the lines that those three actresses, like when they presented the anime, those lines were given to them. Yeah. So what if this joke was given to him? And that's what I'm saying, yeah. So, like, maybe this isn't uh, Chris Rock has, like, and people are, like, looking into what they said. Like, it's a G.I. Jane joke, the way he reacts. Like, I didn't, like, this is just a joke that I was given. Like, I didn't Uh. want to say this. But even if he did say it, people are blowing this way out of proportion. They're actors. Who cares? They're celebrities. They make more money than us. They don't live anywhere where most of us, anywhere near us. Who cares? This is so stupid. Oh, man. like, I know we're talking about it on our podcast, and I'm probably going to have this down on its own section, but, but like, yeah. this, this we were just talking about this to just say, who cares? Move on. Please. Exactly. There, and, are, there is so many, there was wholesome things that happened at the Oscars that were completely missed. Exactly. And that's what, that was the biggest disappointment for, for, uh, this Oscar, uh, this Oscars season is that no one's going to remember this Oscars, or at least a majority, no one's going to remember this Oscars. For th- yeah. for anything that won, it's just going to be Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah. And I was in the very few, still millions, but I was in the very few people who actually watched the Oscars for watching the Oscars. Because I yeah. like movies. I love films. And me, I don't... Me and him are very different on yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't like... Uh, rich people uh, uh, patting themselves on the back yeah. and like uh, and you know I like I like award ceremonies. It's just it's yeah because it's like in the Oscars. It's one yeah. of the few ways to give recognition to people mm-hmm. who don't normally get recognition. Yeah, and, and I think I think it's fun. like I think the Emmys is so fun. Yeah, you know, and it, I usually agree with who wins. It's just yeah. I I want and I like seeing it for that reason. It's it's like like a sports team. Like you yeah. want to see them win. You want to see certain films that you've followed along that you've enjoyed and that you want to win and you, when you all for this night to come up and it's also fun to see all these actors right. meet together. And it's also like, it's like an extra thing you get, but, uh, and people don't watch it for that reason. And it's just find it. I find it hilarious that people are having such heated takes on it when they weren't even watching it in the first place. And the only reason they care about it is for this stupid thing that happened. It's just, right. and, I was watching, like, I was majorly, majorly watching this all on mi- Twitter, and a very loud, I say minority, but a very loud certain audience is only going to be on Twitter that you won't find. On YouTube, it's way more calmer and way more discussed, and on Reddit, it's way, way less calmer and not blown out of proportion. You're going to find a lot of toxic stuff on Twitter. Just, like, don't yeah. get all, if you don't know what's going on, just, like, don't get all your information from there regardless. Like, go read actual news articles, but, yeah, those are my thoughts on it. Dune won a lot of awards. Dune did. So happy. Did, for did it. it win Best Picture? No, it didn't. What? what did it, it won Best. It won Best. Ugh, it's so dumb. I was happy that Coda won. It was. You should go check out the film. But I feel like with this going on, whole Will Smith thing, people aren't going to get 
flock to it as much as people did with Parasite when that won Best Film, uh, which is another reason why I'm disappointed. Films that win awards aren't going to get yeah, that I've certain. Never, I've never heard of it. Yeah, cer- that certain like spike that goes on with like, oh, let's go see these films that won, but that's yeah. not going to get as much attention now because of what happened. But I was happy to see that certain films won. Uh, Dune won six awards, that's good. Uh, ex- including Best Cinematography. Greg Fraser, who did the cinematography for the, for the Batman, that's good, and Hans Zimmer. Uh, 30 years since he won the Lion King for his Oscar best score won Dune yeah. for best score. Yeah. So that was good to see. All right. So yeah, Edgar, you said you had something about dubbing, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you saw this too. Cause uh, it was also yeah, on Twitter. I mean, it's the industry that I want to get in. So no comments from so me. So the yeah. first thing, the thing that sprung this up was this, uh, was this article and this tweet, uh, this tweet that I saw on Twitter, anime news network posted this. Uh, this is the headline. Uh, the tweet, at least, they said. The Crunchyroll merger has created the largest and most powerful anime company outside of Japan. Yet, pay rates for dubbing are among the lowest in the acting business. And the problem is yep. even worse in anime. And I can have the... I just I just want to say, from my own experience, I work with a lot of professional theaters in Dallas, and I work with a lot of people who work with Funimation, right? And every time I talk with them and I say that I want to you know, dub for Funimation as a living, they all look at me in amazement because they're like, it's the, it like the pay is so low for me. It's a lot because yeah. like, you know, I'm still a young working actor who goes from paycheck to paycheck, but, uh, everyone is just so shocked. They're like, why would you want to do that? And this feeds into it. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw an actor touch on it. Um, let's see what this tweet says. Uh, a lot of basically this this funny because this tweet didn't get a lot of likes and like retweets but a lot of people like did like replies to this tweet like talking about it somebody this is a tweet that i saw that i liked that i thought was interesting i don't care what your opinion on dubs is there is absolutely no reason a movie that was competing with the batman paid their actors 150 to 600 each uh, this was generally per session is what the number they gave in the article, which I'm going to touch on in a little bit. Uh, the tweet continues. Are you out of your mind? Dub actors are amazing and deserve to be compensated for a livable wage. Agreed. It's always a topic in uh, around dubs that saying like, oh, dubs aren't good or they don't get good quality. There's a lot of reasons why a dub can't be good, quote unquote. Yeah. Still, a lot of the majority of the actors, more than 95%. I don't know what the number is. I'm going to say all the actors for the most part who put their work in dubs care mm. about anime because yeah. it is not a profitable uh um job uh no aspect it is not and and l- like i said getting into the getting into the industry is is hard uh, but the most place the place where most of them make their money is through cons and it shouldn't be that way yeah. it should be they they should be able to make just a livable wage off of what they're doing you know, and it just talks yeah. about uh, the article discusses on uh, how on what um, uh, unions are, yeah. uh, because the biggest uh, one is the Screen Actors Guild, which is mm-hmm. basically who they they deal with. Uh, while agencies will get uh, actors jobs, unions will make sure that they'll be paid uh, mm-hmm. decent wages for whatever they get, yeah. to, uh, no matter what time they get. They deal with that kind of stuff, and. Uh, Hey, hey man i'm 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 almost in a in a union and that's like yeah. it's it's important for an actor because when you take a job they can treat you if you're not equity they can treat you anyway 
because mine is, of course, actors' equity because I work in stage a lot. But they can treat you anyway, pay you any wage. But this is, you know, uh, uh, SAG specifically is is very much making sure you get paid, you know, correctly for your work. Yeah, and, and you know, dubbing is is work yeah and i don't think uh at least to my knowledge it doesn't seem like uh actors when they get these jobs they're not the jobs they get don't aren't backed by the these unions so they're not going to be given good pay and they're not going to be backed by uh screen unions so there's a lot of call now for i'm not one billion percent sure about that but uh, i i'm not that i it's it doesn't take a heavy influence if that's the case yeah because yeah, i mean if that if they were if they were backed by a union or if they were in a union I, I, yeah. this definitely wouldn't be happening no, but definitely not but um here's a quote that i saw that is interesting uh in the article itself it mentions that Employers are conditioned to believe that any actor who asks for too much can easily be replaced with someone else. Uh, Kyle McCar- uh, McCarley said that. Uh, he's, yeah. He voices Bob in the Mob Cycle 100 dub. Brilliant. He's awesome. Uh, but when we have the support of all our peers, we can stand firm on a certain minimum requirements without the fear of being replaced. That's always like a big thing mm-hmm. that they touch on is that you can't so stupid that in work. Even in regular jobs, yeah. it's, they, a lot of companies find it uh, unacceptable in a sense to not discuss what you make with yeah. other people. Yeah. And especially with this happening now, it's even dumber that you can't mention what you're getting paid for when it's, it's already, absurd. Yeah. They, some pay, some pay like per line and like the, and the per line wage is like ridiculously low. And yeah. it goes on to mention that some actors, when they do these jobs and they can last to, uh, as short as an hour, they can hurt their voice and some actors yeah. lose their voice when some, doing some actors pass out like i yeah. remember sean Schemmel in uh one of the dragon ball movies passed out and it was a huge thing yeah just imagine like working uh doing this small time gig and coming in for asking them they ask for a lot and it and yeah. and, and sometimes it is unacceptable when they ask for, for this much and this amount of like uh time constraint and you lose your voice, or at least you lose your ability to do yeah. it for a month. And that's what you're working with, your yeah. voice, because that's all you got. So that's just, they really need, uh, they really need some help with that. Yeah, and, and I, I also think, I think that it is changing because I think people are realizing now, especially the voice actors for One Piece and Dragon Ball, they are celebrities, you know, which is just like, especially with dub acting, like, wasn't necessarily the case yeah. for for very long but like sean Schemmel, chris sabbat eric vale you know all of these people have become you know huge huge icons and i think that to usher in the new generation you need to pay them respectfully because i know like a lot of my friends are like I'm close, close friends with with the lead who who does the dub for Horomiya and one another character in in Horomiya, yeah. and and yeah, I, like they're great. They they deserve to be paid respectfully and and. I'm glad this is getting yeah. light. It's getting a lot of yeah. backing, and I hope that Crunchyroll and this centered around Crunchyroll because they they are yeah. now the leading uh, in in anime streaming. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't know, we both agree dub is a great way to watch anime. We comp- wholeheartedly agree. We, me and Edgar, we very much, we very much differ. Sometimes he watches sub. Sometimes I watch dub. Sometimes we both watch dub. You it's, know? I it, think it, I think it should. I think it's unanimously agreed upon that if it wasn't for yeah. dubs, uh, uh, it wouldn't be as popular as anime. Wouldn't be as popular as one it would billion be percent in America in mm-hmm. the West if it wasn't for dubs. 
don't even get started. Don't even get me started on how much translators get paid. Yeah, learning they have to oh, learn yeah. the most one of the most difficult languages in in the world. You would not have subs if it weren't for translators, and they don't even get and, paid. And enough. the people who write the scripts and have to and have to match the lip flaps. Dubbing is hard. It's much harder than regular yeah. voice acting because you have to match the flaps. Getting anime it's, over it's, here yeah. is it's hard. difficult. And and I find a lot – every time I hear people complain about dubs, uh, I get it. You don't like it, but, like, completely shutting out and yeah. dissing and just 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 trashing, like, this uh, yeah. median to to sell animated people is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and – and- Stop going after the actors, guys. Like it like most of the time, if somebody is in a bad dub, it is not because of the actor. There's a lot of reasons. There's something why. in the higher ups so, that just because like there there are a lot of actors who do stinky stuff. I've I've done a lot of stinky yeah. stuff as an actor, right? Yeah, it's producers, I, directors, yeah. people who write the scripts I hope, themselves. I hope I hope people don't judge me off of that and, and go, Well, he's stinky because he did this stinky project. Yeah. You know? Um but yeah, I, I I completely I completely agree with that. All right, you ready to move on, bud? Yeah. All right, great. So today, our main topic is Doctor Stone and Fire Force. Recently, they both ended about three weeks ago. Yeah. And we had some thoughts. First, we're gonna do a quick little non-spoiler thing, just about five minutes, just to talk about uh, if it was satisfactory for uh, anime watchers, if you're like should it be something that i continue to watch because if it doesn't have a satisfactory ending why would you watch it (laughs) (laughs) sorry um (coughs) something stuck in my throat Uh, yeah something Uh, awful in your throat yeah uh they just announced sorry a little tangent they just announced their sequel series and uh what do you mean uh, uh, the house of dragons or something isn't that a prequel that's a prequel sorry and i'm just like "Ah, i don't care anyway um (laughs) Uh, who cares yeah yeah, who cares um uh yeah we're just gonna talk about it Uh, you want to give synopsis for um, we'll we'll do that whenever we um whenever we go into spoilers no we we should just do it now we don't need to do a synopsis i don't think people people know what this is about i guess yeah yeah um but yeah so uh uh edgar why don't you tell us your thoughts about the ending of dr stone um not spoiler of course no yeah um when I was, I read Dr. Stone. Well, I first watched the anime. That's how I first got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I read the manga uh, eventually. And reading it was a hell of a journey. I think it goes unsaid that the artwork, the illustrator, Boy HD, yeah. is probably top five illustrators to begin with. So mm-hmm. if you're watching the anime and you want to read the manga, you'll be doing yourself a favor if you read the manga because not only is it just as enjoyable and just as bingeable and just as uh, funny as the show is, the artwork is absolutely amazing, and watching its journey uh, through the story uh, was a treat. You always learn new things, and the whole basis and premise of the show is just them doing things with actual science to get to yeah. these uh, location A to B or uh, task one to two. Like just doing things that we have in our world takes a lot of steps, and the way they get to those points is uh, amazing to see, uh, to say in short. And the ending itself. If uh, to put it in some words, at least was uh, abrupt. Yeah, I still like the show. I still like it. Uh, I I rate it an eight out of ten. Um, mm-hmm. uh, ben, you have your own rating. But yeah, we we have very separate. I rate like almost everything I love a ten out of ten. So, yeah, and yeah. uh, I'll get to how ratings <laughs> in a bit because it's not an off. It's not a. It's not awful. It's not bad. 
I liked it. I don't hate it. I'll still be rewatching it. Uh, uh, when when it's over, I'll be rereading it. I'll be studying it. I'll be yeah. watching the anime even as it gets adapted to later seasons. But um, I liked it. I just felt like it was really abrupt. We mm-hmm. didn't get a proper ending. It didn't even feel open ended, but it did feel open ending. But it, what that wasn't clear at all, yeah. in my opinion. Um, there was no real climax. Uh, it felt like it didn't even feel like it rushed there. It just like yeah, 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 we're getting there, we're getting there, and then it just ended. And I'm like, yeah, it just kind of crumbled a little bit. Yeah, but uh, it's not. But it's not like it's not a reason to not watch the rest of the series. No, you know, no, you can. I was, I was uh, when it, when it brought up the ideas that it did when it came to uh, the. Sorry, Alexa, Alexa just, turned start, on. just started to play some funky tunes. <laughs> yeah. I want to listen back and see what it heard yeah. to think that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, sorry, that was my Alexa <laughs> thought, guys. It just started. I thought I was. I thought my brother or somebody was playing music. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose my. Oh, that was funny. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, so I was gonna say that it was introducing, it was introducing its antagonist this whole time. Uh, this is when I say non spoilers, it means like people who've watched the anime, but I still lightly touch on it yeah. for your safety. But um it the the whole thing is to figure out who turned the world to stone. And this mm-hmm. whole time we're wondering who what happened, uh, who started it, uh was it a device, was it aliens, was it this or that? And in the manga it eventually touches on who what exactly where the source came from and what is used to turn the world to stone. Um and then at the very end, in the last ten chapters, relatively around yep. there, we've discovered it, who it. Uh, just the fact that it's within ten chapters that we realize who it is, and then it ends. Within I would. I would say. I arguably. Doctor, you have to realize Doctor Stone chapters are a little bit longer than others. I would arguably say it's five when we really the last five when yeah. we figure out who it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like or it's like it within five chapters yeah. that you, we know we figure out who turned the what who or what turned the world to stone. And yeah, uh, and then it ends with that same amount of chapters. Yeah, we'll, I just, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about why and why it, that happens. And what's uh, your thoughts you know? on it? No, I agree with everything that you said. So uh, I'm not. Would you like, still rate it the same? I, I, yeah, I still rate it the same because I I I thoroughly enjoyed the entirety entirety of the series on when me in too. A rating. It's a it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, don't get me yeah. don't get me wrong. I love I loved it. Uh, and I think I, I think I it's a masterpiece. That. Yeah, I, I think the fact that they were even able to create a manga that was so science was so science heavy and so science like true yeah is uh, as i just think makes it a masterpiece on his own yeah just them figuring out stuff is just so fun to watch and they're so funny all the characters and it's it's a treat to watch it's really unique it was one of the most unique things in shonen jump when it was running Mm -hmm. in manga and will be in anime so yeah uh what do you think about fire force I thought it was great. Um, for All right, of, moving on to spoilers. What no, it, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. Period. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Um, great. I was uh, I watched uh, like like most things that I have that I read manga. I watched the anime first, and I just couldn't wait. So I just started reading the manga, and when I and before uh, getting into Fire Force, I was a huge fan of Soul Eater. Uh, uh, Tsushi Okubo was the author of Soul Eater and wrote Fire Force, so I was already a huge Soul Eater fan, so that was the reason why I got into Fire Force. Right. Uh, Fire Force, I loved the show. I, um, It's not that big or that easy to watch. Well, not easy. I feel like a lot more people are into Dr. Stone, so 
it yeah. the the people who do watch or read uh, Fire Force are a lot are a very supportive and loud uh, mm-hmm. group, and I feel like deserves more recognition. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why people don't watch it, and I don't blame them for it. But we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, I liked the ending. I thought it was satisfac- satisfactory. I thought uh, it ended more. It had a better epilogue. I like it when stories, uh, you 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 uh, see where the characters that you uh, follow end up with. You feel satisfied that you that they achieve their goals. You see them achieve the goal that they mm-hmm. wanted. I like it when stories uh, have uh, parallels or they show like that remind you of the first cha- few chapters. We're like, yeah. oh man, I can't believe they got here from here, or they wanted this and now they got this. Yeah. And I I love it when 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 shows or stories do that with their characters or their stories and it's yeah and and i agree with that because it's like manga we spend such a long time with these characters and it's kind of like like if we look at like game of thrones you know we spent like how how long was it like 60 hours with these characters and for it to fall you know just kind of quickly and flat it's just it's just disheartening to see but I, I agree with you. I think Fire Force had a very satisfactory ending. And the artwork is amazing. Like, absolutely. Yeah. It's so wacky. It's not wacky, but, like, I don't know. His style, as a... If I was, like, a mangaka, and I would like to be a mangaka in the future, I would... Lo- I love his style and the way, like, he draws characters, very unique yeah. designs. And they're so, like, bold and simplistic at times. And then they're super detailed. They're, like, he gets super into details. And, like, the way he designs this world is, like, something that I really was fascinated about and why I bought literally every single uh, manga book up yeah. to now. I'm 26, and there's 32. So <laughs> I have, like, I don't know, like, six more to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I did the math right. But um, uh, I felt satisfied in the end, to say the least. I gave it a 9 out of right. 10 uh, as a whole in the manga. And I hope they, I'm yeah. looking forward to the anime. It has a great anime adaptation, and I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so overall, keep watching Doctor Stone. Keep watching Fire Force. Keep supporting these awesome, awesome stories. We just think one of them uh, had a little bit better conclusion. Yeah. All right. Edgar, you ready to go on into non into spoilers? Yeah. All right. Spoiler alert! If you uh, haven't read the manga, don't click on here. Purposes. You, you know. Yeah. Just just preface that. Um. So we're going to need to start with. Fire Force. Fire Force. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like I was going to start with this too because yeah. I don't feel as strongly as I do towards Dr. Stone with this sure. one. Sure, yeah. Uh, Fire Force. Mind if I read some stuff off at you? Edgar? Yeah. Fire Force. Fire Force was written and illustrated by Asushi Okubo, was serialized in Kodansha Shonen Manga Magazine, Weekly Shonen Magazine. I probably pasted that twice, and I just read that twice. From September 23rd, 2015, ended serialization on February 22nd, 2022, on Chapter 304. Anime started July 6th, 2019, was animated by David Productions, who also did JoJo's. The first volume was released on February 17th, 2016. As of February 2022, the manga has over 17.5 billion copies in circulation. The series ranked number 13 in the nationwide bookstore employees recommended comics of 2017. Poll on Honya Club online bookstore. Gadget Sushin listed the Prayer for Infernals Latom on the 2019 most popular animated related buzzwords. Excuse me. On TV Asahi's manga So Sankyo on 2021 poll, in which 150,000 people voted for the top 100 manga series, Fire Force ranked number 84. Nice. That's pretty good. Fire Force was nominated for Best Shonen Manga Magazine under Kodansha's 41st Annual Manga Awards. However, it uh, eventually lost to Altair, a record of battles. 
on my anime list. It has the highest rated it at eight, and the second highest rated it a seven, and the third a nine. Uh, the most popular characters is Benny Maru with three thousand, Shinra Kusakabe with two point five, and Iris with two thousand. Nice. So yeah, Edgar, why don't you tell me, and just uh, touching on, was the last let's say three chapters satisfactory? Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about that, but why was it satisfactory? Well, it's because you could see where they, like I said, they, you just see an ending in a sense. You see that like. I liked how you could see Shinra. Like, it's debatable where they can whether you like it when they do time skips. But yeah. they did a time skip, and they didn't really. You can. I mean, I don't know. I just. It's hard to. It's hard to describe. They just. They just show where the characters end up. Like you can see, yeah. like, uh, are are the whole gang basically wants to like protect and oversee the world and like make sure it goes all right. I forgot what the task force was called. Uh, it's been like a few weeks since I read like the, the ending again. But seeing uh, Arthur and um, Shinra grow up, and then Arthur and the dragon, and Arthur has Excalibur, and they're yeah. ready to explore the world, and seeing um, oh, what's her face? It's not Iris. It's uh, Inca as a witch, yeah. the first witch, was a very big treat to see, um, yeah. and her inner <laughs> wanting to have kids with Shinra was like absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and you can see that you you can it's hinted that um, Iris, at least Iris for now, is ended up with Shinra and. I don't know if Arthur anybody ended up with anybody. I'm glad it didn't go with like a you get a partner, you end up with this person, yeah. you end up with that, you <laughs> get married. It's kind of like cheesy, but I like it that you can see them end up like it's. Yeah. I, I I like it when they do that when they give us those things because I hate yeah. it when they like have interests. Especially this mainly happens with very shonen jump specific manga. You get a, there's a protagonist, they like somebody, and they don't end up together. And like, why the hell did he even bother to bring that up? Yeah, and then in the sequel series that takes place 50 years later, you realize that they did get together, and you're just like, okay, well, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah romance isn't a it's big crazy. thing that's focused on in Fire Force, but it is like a it, oh, it's, it's pretty, it's it's heavy, it's touched it's on. Heavy. Yeah, yeah, and and what was what was funnier to me, what I really liked is that um. Company number two's uh, lieutenant, the one who could see like thermal uh, thermal readings through his eyes and yeah. basically detect where fire is going to be. Uh, he ends up dying in the second season. Um, spoiler alert. And he gets his head chopped off by like one of the people who work with um, uh, the evangelists. What were they called? The, um, the evangelicus or something? Or no, I think it's religion. Uh, the white clad. The white clad. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the white clad, uh, the girl who sh- ends up getting killed by, uh, by the nuke guy. Oh, man, I'm really I'm fumbling with the names here. <laughs> but people who read Fire Force know what I'm talking about. Uh, she ends up getting killed, and then essentially Shinra ends up bringing everyone back to life. Yeah. After he fights uh, the evangelist, uh, combined with um, Haumea, and they're the final boss in the end. Shinra ends up. Uh, um, stopping them he resets the world to where death is a bit more fluid and more comfortable in a sense yeah. than the way he put it and so it becomes watch soul eater the anime yeah <laughs> it's a it's a prequel it's a confirmed yeah. prequel of fire force and that was such a big treat for do me do you think do you think could you see how some people might be like who haven't who only watch fire force and are big fans of fire force because i've seen this a little bit online of people going like hey I haven't read Soul Eater, and I don't care about Soul Eater. Why are you ending my story 
that I love yeah. with us like the prequel to Soul Eater. You yeah, know? could you see I, that? I could see that, but I feel like it wasn't it wasn't as you you wouldn't feel as lost because you still mm-hmm. see where these characters end up and they do explain why they do certain things. Because mm-hmm. in the end, Sheena defeats the enemy and uh, he reset the world to be more more wacky in a sense, uh, more like crazier than usual and mm-hmm. bringing everyone back who ever died for d- especially due to um to the infernalization or whatever getting com- uh fire combustion yeah uh you see Sorry, like, it's oh, been a couple of weeks you guys yeah so. i know um <laughs> you, you, i don't feel like it was shunning out those people i feel like you still got a certain ending it was just yeah. very heaven-handed with heaven yeah. uh hard was I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Heavy-handed, heavy-handed, heavy-handed yeah, yeah. with the fan service for Soul Eater fans. Mm-hmm. It was even better for us, but I feel like you could still read right. it without watching, without reading Soul Eater, and still yeah. get a good, satisfying ending. Yeah, and, and see my response to that because I am one of those people. Yeah, I haven't read Soul Eater, but I have read Fire Force, and I it just makes me excited to read Soul Eater now. But that but, was what I majorly saw online. People were like, you know, hey, should I read yeah. this? They weren't. Uh, well, there might be some people still mad that like yeah. I didn't like that. It's a blah prequel. But I I got more of at least from what I saw. People were just like, oh, that was good. Should I read yeah. this question mark? Yes, you should. Uh, yeah. But but jumping back on that, like my idea of it is if you let's say if the creator like took that and just decided okay this is going to be a prequel right yeah but everything that was said everything with the pillars everything with the adola burst all of this this part of the story was built up for shinra creating a new world right that was defined that it was going to happen that that the great cataclysm will bring a new age to the world yeah and that was built up throughout the entirety of the series and it was delivered. It just so happened that it was the Soul Eater world that he was creating, yeah. which I think is just awesome. Like, yeah, he so did a bang good. up. He did a bang up so job good. by like getting more people interested in mm-hmm. other series. But like you said, all the things that were promised were delivered in mm-hmm. a sense. Uh, I feel like that it was stumbled its way there, at least with his themes and ideologies. I feel like he got a bit too in into in into himself yeah. that when he started, I feel like I was like reading like paragraphs or like a monologue of like. I, I agree. I think I think it it took a while to get there, and I'm not the biggest fan of the anime, and yeah. and because of fan servicey moments that I'm just like. Yeah, I can see how you can get lost. Me. It only <laughs> focuses on, on one character, and that's a. Uh, uh, What's her name? Um, he, uh, Ta- Tamaki. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. The fan service always only focuses on her. It's a bit unbearable at times. Yeah. You know, especially it- in the first season. But what's interesting is that you see, like, I've seen like Wayne. I think it's just because it's just her, and yeah. she's like the only one in this entire series where it focuses right. on her. Normally in anime, you'll see way more fan service, but it's like spread throughout different characters, and that's why it's right. more annoying. It just feels a little bit out of place for me. That's yeah, because it's only her, and I can yeah. see why people. But I'm not like I'm not like, like there was one moment in season one where I was like thinking of dropping it because it was becoming unbearable. Because there was like one episode where she was like the main character, and it just happened every five seconds. But yeah. it's not like, but it didn't happen after that, you know. And and, and it, it happens- made me like facepalm after that. But I wasn't like, oh, you know. Yeah, it only happens. Yeah. Uh, it 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 happens less and less. At- in terms of fan service, excuse me. In terms of fan service uh, with her character, it happens less and less throughout the 
throughout the series, right. except two chapters or three chapters. It specifically focuses on her, and it's like a whole satirical <laughs> point on why friend service. It should have been. It's really funny. Some yeah, people might find it I really stupid, yeah. but there's, <laughs> it, I just find it hilarious that yeah. this. Uh man, it was so funny. Like in her fight yeah. with um uh against um what's his name um another white clad guy yeah the one with the, uh, yeah um, not arrow but I don't know what we call it yeah but I I think assault I, there you I, go yeah I I agree with you that I think it took it 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 had a little bit of issues getting its themes and its points across yeah um especially with especially with you know some of the religious stuff I I think he struggled at but the last thirty chapters. He really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like, like, and here's the thing. I think a satisfactory beginning and ending is the most important part probably of all of storytelling. Yeah. And he delivered the first episode of Fire Force is still one of the best episodes of anime I think I've ever watched. Yeah, it's a good, you know, it's, really it, good. it's a good starter. And it's always yeah. a big selling point when someone asks, like, should I watch this? Does it end well? Is a big question that yeah. I ask. And I can confidently say that, yeah, it ends well. You'll feel satisfied. You won't end up hitting it. Yeah. Whether you want to continue it because of its faults in the middle or not is up to you. Yeah. I feel like you should keep reading if uh, keep reading or keep watching uh, as it goes on. Um, I really liked it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, don't take that out of context. Obviously, the climax and the buildup is important. Yeah. But what but what's really important is the first impressions Arthur's, and the last impressions. Yeah. Arthur's fight was like one of the best moments. It's man. one of the best moments. It, it it's it's one of those things that you read and it inspires you. Like I read that and I was like, I'm gonna go draw. It's because, like yeah, it's yeah. a fight that happens like five chapters or so, mm-hmm. or like, and the chapters are go from like 23. They're like a tiny bit longer than regular Shonen Jump uh, chapters, but they're. It was just like him fighting and like little dialogue, little to no dialogue. Yeah. It's just like I can imagine like in the anime how it'll be adapted. It's just like just full yeah. sound effects and like them making moves. Yeah. And it's and, just like little talking. Yeah. And, and Arthur is one of my favorite characters in all of anime. For me, he for me, like I love Shinra. But yeah. Arthur's the reason why I come back and read. Uh, like uh, him and Captain Obi are my two favorites, and Benny Mar. I, there's so many good characters, but th- those are my top three. And Arthur has a really, really good moment that made me tear up a little bit when he saw the dragon yeah. go overhead, and he was like, "Huh," and and he stood by his character, and and this is what I think he did so well. Like, yeah, maybe he messed up a little bit on his themes, but I think the character development in this is great because the characters stayed there, had their same personality, had their same vibrato throughout the whole series, but they changed through their relationships because, you know, Shinra and Arthur's relationships became a really, really, you know, nice friendship. Seeing them as adults, like, all cool. It's just, it's it's great to see. And the reason why I don't feel... I feel more satisfied to this as uh, Dr. Stone is that it it shows you that they're satisfied the way they ended. And it yeah. shows you um, what they did after, like what happened after. Because like before the time jump, the time mm-hmm. jump happens in the very last chapter. And every, and you get like two or three chapters of the after the climax. So I like yeah. it. And it's already way more than Dr. Stone because it only happens in one chapter. Uh, you see that the do things of what they wanted to do. You see Rekka like wanted to travel the world. Uh, and I forgot what I was saying, but seeing yeah. Rekka again with uh, exactly. interacting. Everybody finished in, in the place where they should finish. And yeah. that was great. Like Rekka, Rekka wanted a world 
that was filled with greenery that he could discover and he did it like he he he, he earned that are you talking about vulcan or oh vulcan vulcan sorry, not Rekha. that does happen for vulcan My but bad. i was sorry. but no no that's okay uh vulcan uh that's what yeah. vulcan does uh and just seeing everyone happy it's great yeah. i just like seeing an ending where like you can see everybody like you know not yeah. not saying that happy endings have to be happy it, yeah it, they don't have they like not all endings need to be happy yeah you know um i'll explain it's really yeah. hard to describe why i like it so much i just love fire force as a series and i was always and yeah. i was always gonna follow it through uh what's whatsoever and i do recommend to read soul eater it's just uh to sum up it's hard to describe why i like it so much but it, it'll be more easy to easy will be more easy to explain when i discuss why what i had problems with with dr stone but to sum up love fire force go read it go read soul eater uh hopefully ben reads it and tells me about yeah. it because I thought it was great. What's uh out of ten Adola bursts? What would you rate out of it? Uh, the manga uh, nine out of ten Adola bursts. Okay, yeah. good, good. I would rate it a nine as well. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Wow, it's like where. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's <laughs> like on. one mind. <laughs> anyway, let's move on uh to Doctor Stone. 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 Uh, I'm gonna read off a little bit of the statistics here. Dr. Stone, written, written by Ichiro, Richiro Inagaki and illustrated by Boichi, Dr. Stone was launched in the 14th issue of Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump on March 6, 2017 and finished serialization March 7, 2022 on Chapter 232. The first volume was published in September 2018. The series aired July 5th, animated by TMS Entertainment, also known very popularly for Lupin the Third, Detective Conan Akira, and some American animation such as Spider-Man the Animated Series from the 90s and Batman the Animated Series, both from the 90s. Very cool. Yeah, they also uh, animated the original Animaniacs uh, and Pinky and the Brain as well, which is just... That's crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, because it? yeah. it's like Western animation just mm -hmm. to know that they're with, uh, working with that's just great. That's just great to hear. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Um, I have a whole bunch of awards, but we'll just talk about the one, the TV Asahi's manga, so Senkyo 2021 poll, uh, the one where 150,000 people voted and Fire Force ended up in 84. Dr. Stone was ranked exactly number 100, Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, know, yeah, if you thought those numbers, if you yeah. thought this number and like the number with Fire Force were low, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of mangas out there. Yeah. And they get they get moved around a lot. So this number is like highly impressive. And it's a very hard feat to beat, especially in a, such a cutthroat uh, uh, market and business where like yeah. it's all about like this better be good or we're dropping it because they do that sometimes in Shonen Jump they drop shows mm -hmm. or series that are doing not that are not meeting their level of expectations yeah uh on my anime list just to preface my anime list isn't a good place to like no. I just thought it was interesting yeah uh because a lot of people it's the rate, most popular yeah. rating ra rated yeah. website where people could put in their opinions and yeah. for the most part it's a good idea to see what people think about a show but yeah. it is not 100 percent accurate because you'll get people spamming it is more popular than fire force on my anime list mm -hmm. and it does have a higher rating uh, of eight most people uh, go with eight and then yeah. the second most nine and then the third most ten which is the uh fire force was eight seven and then nine um most favorite characters senku with nearly twenty thousand, uh gen with about three thousand and krom with about 900 so yeah 
Um, I'm pretty sure you've said that Taiju is not in there. Taiju is not in there, no. <laughs> Taiju's, I think, in the... I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so I... So Edgar likes Fire Force more than Dr. Stone, right? Yeah, but um, for different reasons. Like, on a... Yeah. on a. I was just going to say, I, th- I think you like Fire Force. Yeah. I like Dr. Stone a little bit better. Yeah, it's my... F- I prefer it, and I like it more than yeah. Dr. Stone. I haven't bought any of the Dr. Stone manga. Just because I don't buy a manga doesn't mean it's my... F- I, I like it, but I yeah. there's an obvious reason why I bought Fire Force and I don't have Dr. Stone. Yeah. Uh, just because I like it. It's See, just, like, it's just, I've bought Dr. Stone, but I haven't bought Fire Force. It's just Force. my vibe, yeah. but I did read Dr. Stone, and I did like go through with it, but um, yeah. But Ben likes it. It. I can see why I understand 100% why Dr. Stone is more marketable, why why people can get more into it. Doesn't yeah. that it's super simple to get into. It doesn't go into like themes like religion and like uh and and death mm-hmm. like Fire Force does. Uh it's just everybody funny. kind of escapes death in yeah. Dr. Stone except for uh well, actually I was about to say except for his uncle, but the ending kind of nullify I mean his his adopted parent. Uh, yeah. but the ending kind of nullifies that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dr. Stone overall, I would rate it 10 out of 10 because it's one of my favorite series that I've ever read. Yeah. Um, however the manga, so what happens is at the end, he finds, he finds the people and spoiler, if you're still here and you don't want to know, leave the people, the, the things that petrified the entire world are basically alien animatronics, right? Yeah. Machines. Yeah. Uh, AIs. And, and they're they did it because they thought humanity wanted to live forever and they were like why don't you want to be stoned come on you know um and senku beats it in about the span of like uh, a chapter and uh then they go back but beat it more like discussing and i think i think what happened is so the whole series was based off of real science that has happened in the real world. Yeah, they did research. They had yeah. to take breaks throughout this uh, running of a manga to yeah. do. We're, we're going to do some research because we want this to be accurate. So that's what we mean. They literally did research to make sure that what they were doing were scientifically yeah. was scientifically accurate. That's really impressive. It's why I like yeah. the, the manga so much. Yeah, and, and so now they're dealing in things that science in our world as of right now can't explain. Yeah. And I think he kind of backed away from it and he was like, okay, like it could be possible to make this because you know, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. But I can't explain it. Cause I mean the author, even though he knows a lot about science, he's not a scientist, you know? So no. he can't, he can't do all that stuff. So I think as soon as theoretical science became a thing, he just kind of ended the series. And also, Dr. Stone has a major, major, major flaw. And that is too many characters. Yeah. Way too many characters. At least for the yeah. amount of runtime for the manga, because One Piece, I can imagine, has a lot of characters, but it's like 1,000, well, over 1,000 chapters. So right. But, that makes but, more sense. But they're like... But well, he they, tried to make he tries to make it yeah. more prominent. Like, okay, you're gonna be useful now. Is like what yeah. you mean. And the fact of how they got to each character is like really yeah. convenient, uh, in terms of like going throughout the world and exploring mm-hmm. it. But I do agree with you, especially it's really hard to determine who these characters look like because yeah. they tend to look like each other sometimes. Yeah, like there's there's yeah. A- anyway, but they uh, but they like they pop up out of kind of out of thin air. Like there's a point in the series where characters just start 
popping up like they're like oh we need a cartographer and then a cartographer let's look like, around the bush yeah. oh there, like, there he is yeah. i knew like, i knew I was he like, was here i based remember on this his, <laughs> based on his last post on instagram he was at this location <laughs> so like it was like i knew a cartographer who went to south america this one time which is just absolutely absurd uh it's such an absurd way of doing things but i like i said like he needed it he needed a certain way things to go and and and, it was, and, and things can happen as long as it leads to good ends, as long yeah. as it leads to good character moments, good moments for the story. And that arc led to the to the climax of the series. Yeah, because the reason so. why, why he needed his excuse, and it makes sense, his excuse for having so many characters is because when you have a show that needs to be, in a sense, realistic as possible. Yeah. In real world, not that there's not a lot of people who has as much of a genius as Senku is. And even Senku yeah. only knows so much. So that's why they need experts in certain things. Otherwise, they can't get stuff done because that Senku is just going to be way too smart for his own good in the story. And right. You're, you're going to be like, well, he can't know. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So he needs to have these characters, uh, introduce these characters who know all these things and their mastery is yeah. with, like, uh, uh, sailing. Uh, with boats or with uh, jewelry and wristwatch mm -hmm. making was that yeah yeah that was one of them that was one of them yeah guys. and then yeah. one with one guy with mathematics is what they needed what they crucially needed to get to yeah, space coding and stuff like yeah that. coding yeah. and mathematics yeah and, and so so we soon realize that the South America arc is the climax of the series which I think the South America arc is one of the best arcs I've ever read in manga. The yeah. the epilogue of it is with Suika is fantastic. The build up to it reminded me so much of the of the of what we're experiencing right now in Attack on Titan, you know. Yeah. Um sorry. I no, was, you're good. I, was, I just I was hitting I was hitting the desk. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh uh I was so excited after reading that and going like, okay, where do we go from here, you know? How is he going to one up this? And they don't. That's the the climax of the series, yeah. and the rest is kind of an epilogue, as a, a, in in sorts. Yeah, they mentioned know? they mentioned where they're going and what they're gonna do, and I'm like, okay, good, let's do this. And yeah. then they, um, and then once they get to what they, I don't even remember what was like the final thing they needed before they decided to go yeah. go to space. It's just like. They said they're gonna go to space. I'm like, that's really cool. And then like stuff happens, and Didn't then they're they like, need, like, and like whoa, 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 or something. Yeah, yeah. And then like, it just felt like, like, whoa, we're here. Like, what? The, we're not gonna. Yeah. Gonna, okay. And then, and I, and I had hope that they're gonna have all this time to do this all, stuff for all these characters. Yeah. In terms of moments and hopefully feeling that they weren't gonna be left out because they yeah. were already feeling there were already a lot of characters that we were very tied to that we feel like yeah. we're getting enough time on the on the panel of course like i when i started reading the manga i texted edgar and i was like uh excuse me why isn't taiju getting enough screen time yeah i was like because uh, taiju is my favorite character like uh -huh. like i don't he's the reason he is the emotional like tie-in to this series he is the reason like i just watched episode one because one of my favorite youtube channels blind wave is reacting to it yeah and i'm watching them and i'm like wow the beginning of this series is so good and taiju's emotional connection to izuriha is a really really good and he was just quote, you know, un quote, quote unquote yeah. best friend and yet somehow he gets like shoved out of exactly, it so many bro. times and, and so quickly and like the dub the the dr stone is my favorite dub of all time sorry i hit the desk again I need that's to okay that. that's okay um uh but <laughs> dr stone is my favorite dub of all time and in the first episode when taiju says i've loved you for hundreds thousands of years like i was like like i cried like i was watching it i was like oh god i was like they 
it up at the end, you know. But um, I mean, oh, sorry. I'll bleep I, that. I'll bleep it doesn't that. matter. Uh, what time was that? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll figure. Anyways, it out. but um, yeah, it it was just like, uh, it just because if you don't know what we're talking about or you don't care about, you know, Taiju and Azuriha, we don't get to see Taiju admit his love to Azuriha. No, they just end up getting married. They just, or... and, and it's a time jump of three years, and they end up getting married. Which for me, I feel like is just such the less interesting choice, you know? Yeah. Or, or like maybe Azuriha goes up to him and 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 tells him, or he's or she's like, I'd known. But like that is the that is the first thing that happens in the manga, dude. Yeah, that's the, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, though, it's not a sub. It's not the. It's not even the second subplot, or it's not a major subplot. But like I said before, in Fire Force or with uh, endings. A good epilogue, I mean, a good final chapters will touch back on why you started the series or what was yeah. discussed in the beginning yeah. of the series, and that and their relationship was a big thing that was mentioned in the first few episodes or chapters. Right. And the fact that they just did it like that without even really mentioning it is such a disservice to people who started it and really cared about that that thing you yeah. know we're ragging on it really we don't think it's that bad no we're, we're ragging on it really hard but right now the but, reason why know. we're talking about it so much is because yeah. i was just kind of flabbergasted on like why do i not feel that satisfied with this yeah with the way it ended like well, i really I, edgar i think it's because the writing is a, a, a sequel series yeah but uh, i think you, they're gonna you, base it off of theoretical science yeah the whole point ben's like theory on this is that this whole entire uh uh, story this entire manga running in this anime is based on science that they that is proven in real life yeah to get to civilization back again to revive the world and ben's saying how, that they're gonna use theoretical science yeah now? i think the next like series, time travel and like, yeah i think next series is going to be like based on theoretical science it's going to be based on like what scientists think are is going to happen yeah right? and i don't have a problem with that it's just Mm-hmm. A, it wasn't that obvious to me, and yeah. I wouldn't be that. It mad. wasn't that obvious to me too. Um, but and there's just so like it. It can't end here, bro. Like there's just so much loose ends. Like like Senku and um and oh 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 uh and Kohaku. Like yeah. like that. Re- their relationship was what about built Chrome. Up like since... there's so many characters, yeah. man. Like Chrome well, and well, Chrome had his little thing because yeah. because they got married at the end. But like I said, you can't uh. just you can't just say they got married and you expect me to be satisfied. Right. Um, Chrome was like at at this point he was kind of like the second Senku because he yeah. was a scientist too and he loved like tag along. Yeah. Like let's be honest. Like once Chrome was was introduced. Taiju was put way in the, la- the last yeah. place in terms of important characters, and Chrome was like kind of like I w- I don't want to say right hand man because Jen was for some reason Jen Gen is the second Gen, lead yeah until maybe Ryusui sh- shows up yeah, yeah. but there's there's four like I can yeah. say that I can say confident well it's hard to describe but four yeah. characters four main characters Senku uh, Gen Chrome and Ryusui become yeah. like the four like main leaders uh, there's other ones obviously like uh, Doctor uh, Zeno becomes a prominent character and tag along with them and Tsukasa is still more prevalent and, and useful and ta- and shown in the manga than uh than uh Taiju is. Yeah. Uh and I like that, but it's just yeah. the fact that all this and all the other characters is at the expense of not putting Taiju in as much uh yeah. I mean it's just because It just I, sucks, man. I just I mean I get it. Taiju is not a smart 
character. He's only yeah. useful in his strength and and there's and stronger already, people show up. Yeah, stronger. Yeah. Pe- so it's like he kind of wrote itself to a corner. But I told Ben this before: is that all he has going for him is that he sunk his best friend, and that's all you yeah. need to to have him there. Exactly, because he could be a good moral compass. He could be like a good, uh, simple thinking guy. Like, why don't you just because do- w- because what if. You know, what if he learned just like a little bit of science or something like, like <sighs> what if at the idea. end of the series, he, he, learned he brought up the idea that like fixed the rocket or something. Oh, man. And, and it's because of what he learned from like with Senku, because like at the beginning of the series, like like Senku states were like Adam and Eve. And I was like, okay, these are the two main characters of the mm-hmm. story <laughs> because like because this is the dawn of humanity. And if this is Adam and Eve, you know, Adam and Steve. But you know. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve, but not Adam <laughs> and Steve. Steve. Yeah, but but it's just it's just well. Can we talk real quick? Why was why did <laughs> what? Why I'm, did, I'm wondering what you're gonna say. Why did they feel the need to put a female Sanku? <laughs> you know when when Chrome walked in oh, and was like Sanku, Sanku. The- and- <laughs> What? Why? Was Why that a joke? It- was he dressed up as somebody or is that no? Was it was an entirely? actual female who looked like Sanku. Remember? Why was that? Yeah, I do remember. Why, I just, I just know why. It's just like a because I reread it last night and I was like, why did they, why did they do this? <laughs> this, this panel could have been well, well. Surely used it's it got to be fan service, right? No, but nothing was shown. It's just Senku as a woman. That's it. He just looks kind of like a girl. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's just. It's so abrupt. That that's my main issue. It's they could have on all these issues. Taiju could have been not used throughout the the manga like this many times as long as we yeah. get all those things that we wanted in the like in more chapters as an epilogue yeah. but we just but they yeah don't. but the lead up to this arc in because this arc was like the moon like the moon travel arc or something like that but they they yeah. they made the picking of like the astronauts like so much bigger than it should have been right because they they did like a whole like twenty chapters on who's going to be the astronaut. I thought they were gonna bring Taiju. Yeah, but, and it makes sense who they bring along. But in the end, like Reese ends up coming too. So I'm like, why yeah. can't you just bring Taiju with you? Exactly. But I, what I thought was going to happen was I thought they were gonna go to the Earth to the Moon, and I thought somebody, I thought, I thought somebody was gonna betray them, on like somebody was a secret agent down on earth yeah and there was a big theory that thought it was going to be luna because luna means moon and i didn't think that that doesn't make you sense know? i thought it was going to be yeah. some other scientist that sunku knew in the past like dr Zeno. yeah i thought I, I thought maybe like i thought maybe they would have had to do stuff on the moon and then on the earth they had to deal with something else you yeah because they 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 were putting importance and emphasis on that like we can this this rocket that we're going to build this only yeah. be one way we're not going to be able to bring uh i can't remember why but like they were they were explaining that and then chrome and suika and others were like we got to find a way to make it uh, this rocket come back because you can't just leave senku and the and the gang whoever ends up going there because like that just can't happen we can't lose like that he wants to be yeah. you know alive and stuff so yeah they're building this like an anticipation and they end up using this two way rocket and they don't show them coming back after all yeah. this built up on that. We're going to save Senku by bringing him back home after this mission. And it's just another thing yeah. that they built up that wasn't really delivered in the end. Yeah. Obviously it's not that important, but they were like really, really like putting in, shoving mm-hmm. it down by like, look, this is how we're going to do it. And they're having the subplot of Suika and Chrome learning, which is really nice. Uh, reuse, 
Ryusuke's brother yeah. was teaching them. It was such a nice moment. And I and one of my favorite moments from the manga was showing that everyone wanted to build this two-way rocket. Like they had the yeah. votes when they showed the votes on the screen. And no, like, everybody like, everybody was voting on the two-way back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And when they voted on that, it was really nice. Like yeah, Senku really teared nice. up, and then uh, Ryusuke and the and his brother teared up, and it was such a nice yeah. moment that had such importance that wasn't you know resolved properly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I just think. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I. I'm. I'm very interested in seeing, in seeing what what can happen, and what will happen afterwards. But I will stick to this. I will think that I do think that one of the greatest arcs in in manga history is that South America arc because I was on the edge of my seat. I couldn't get enough of it, and the epilogue really, really. T- it was. It was brilliant storytelling. It really was. Um, but yeah, Edgar. For Dr. Stones as a series, out of 10 hot senkus, what would you rate it? Eight. Eight hot senkus? Yeah. When okay. I I was going to say this. When I rate, I really like it. I, like I said, I really like it. I'm still going to come back to it. But I rate more like, I like do half me liking the show and enjoyable and liking yeah. it. Because I'll love like like stuff like Sword Online. And that's like a, in a from a writing standpoint, it's a garbage show and it's a, and it's not well written. And like the main character yeah. is absolutely as gray as possibly can be, but uh-huh. I'll love, I love that show and I'll That's always great. go back to it. That's so fine. when That's I fine. rate yeah. stuff, I like have like the analytical side with me and I'll have like, uh, me just like a turn off brain watch yeah. in me combined. So I would rate a good solid eight, eight out of 10 or 8.5 out of 10. But if we're just doing single numbers, I'm just going to say eight out of 10, I would say that, because like that ending really didn't ruin it for me. You can still watch mm-hmm. and read it and you can still enjoy it. It just felt, I hate it when I feel have like a bittersweet taste in my mouth. Yeah. And I don't feel like we can see where these characters end up. Sometimes sh- stories don't do that, but this it's a series and it promised a lot and yeah. you could have done more chapters, but they just didn't. And if yeah. they have like a second series, like as Ben theorizes, I hope they fix that or it makes it worth it in the end. Cause yeah. uh, man, oh man, I felt, um, I really wish we could see more. Yeah, I think in terms of my own rating, I think it's ten hot senkus. But, but I'll, if I was being critical, I would probably give it a nine. If I was being critical of Fire Force, I'd probably get it an eight, eight point five, eight out of ten. But yeah. you know, I I, I just don't want to rate. I always like to look at the best of things and take the and and yeah. and, and Doctor Stone has made me so so happy to read it. It has just left me in awe in some of its panels yeah. and the fact that it's even a series that it happened and that it's so articulate and so, so real to, to science. Check it out. I think it's really it's good. Yeah. So what we're saying, keep watching fire force, keep watching Dr. Stone. Yeah. It's great. Pick up the mangas. Yeah. Both of their arts are yeah unique and like outstanding. Yeah. J- just before we, before we wrap up here, Edgar, I want to know what, what was your favorite? Just real quick. What's your favorite arc in fire force and Dr. Stone? My favorite arc and uh, fire force is probably gonna be um i can't remember it's probably it's when oh man it's hard to describe it's when the pillars like the actual pillars start coming up yeah and they start figuring out like all all this stuff because my favorite moments were more towards the end that weren't in that arc but my favorite arc as a whole was the battle between uh the the companies and the and the white clads yeah especially when uh i don't i don't think they're in the same arc but one of my favorite moments is like when Arthur first meets Dragon and that whole fight with that skirmish and then the pillar pillars start rising up afterwards. So I, that whole section was really my favorite. 
part yeah. of this was overall was my favorite part of the story, but I yeah. had more favorite moments more towards the end. Yeah. And Dr. Stone? Um, probably the South America arc or the new, yeah. no, or the new America city arc was, was really pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it, it, it didn't end the best, but I, th- how I did think it end? It, was, it just really continues. Well, Cause it, you it mentioned it just continues because it South feels America. like yeah. one arc. It's, Cause it, it ends on a stalemate. Cause like yeah. South America arc uh, also goes into new stone world arc, which is like, yeah. When uh, where uh, Suica picks up and then they kind of get along in the end with when they revive everybody. Yeah. And there's a globe trotting arc, but that whole arc, that whole overarching story, is is not really one arc. But I would like to call you know say that that was my favorite part yeah. of the series. But New America City arc or South America arc are basically yeah. my favorites. Yeah. For me, for me, it's probably the first act of Fire Force and the last, and then Doctor Stone would either be the um the treasure island arc or the treasure island arc treasure island arc was Uh, great yeah because that was that was still when the cast was still a little bit smaller so each character like oh my god who who does justin briner play in that one what's his character's name uh 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 ginro ginro like like he he dropped off the manga after that arc yeah like he disappeared well he was uh, he was relatively important here and there. Like he was snuck in like here and there, but he, yeah. it's just, it's, I loved him so all you much, needed. Though. All you needed in the end was just to have these characters in the end. And like, we would have, yeah. in, in, in our minds, we would have been like, yeah, they were in the story all the way. <laughs> Cause that's all they needed to do. But then right. when you think about the ending, you realize how little these characters were involved yeah. in how, how, how much they kept getting yeah. put back. And it probably would have taken like 40 chapters to sum up every character. I don't, but, you know, I, I don't need that, but yeah, like I don't need five that. more chapters. Yeah. That would, that would have been pretty great. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, Edgar, why don't you talk about our season lineup? Yeah. Cause spring? I want to talk about this before it actually happens. I'm really hyped for it. Um, yeah. so I'm going to be watching five shows that are coming up in the spring season lineup that should be starting as soon as April 3rd, uh, relatively to April 9th is when all these shows will be premiering. Mm hmm. There's a lot of shows that premiere every season. If you really are are the kind of person who watches every single one of them, good luck to you because there's like, I don't know, more than 50 of them (laughs) on here. Have fun with that, dude. Yeah. We we definitely won't be doing that. No. But uh, (laughs) one of the the number one uh, is going to be The Rising of the Shield Hero Season Mm 2. I love that series. Go check it out. It's Mm -hmm. a isekai guy gets transported to another world and his made choice of weapon is a shield, which is an unconventional weapon, which is used in uh, isekai and fantasy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it like it. It's a great redemption story in the first season, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it next. Uh, third season of uh, Love is War, Ultra Romantic is what the season uh, is going to be called, season three. It's a hilarious show. I keep recommending it to Ben. I think it's my favorite dub, one mm-hmm. of my top five dubs, along with uh, Dr. Stone. I've It's absolutely hilarious. You can watch it either way. Uh, it's a great romance, a rom-com show. It's also psychological, which makes it very unique. Uh a good way to sell it is like it's like death note but with romance and it's mm-hmm. funny it's hilarious so i can't wait for that um uh it premieres along uh with spy family which Let's is go. Another spy Let's family go. is a super hyped one even though it has no this is this is a new show it but it has a manga so the manga has a huge backing this is like the first uh show that's gonna have an adaptation where i've only read the manga before anything like i've read things before like only after they have an have an adaptation and the next thing like that will be uh chainsaw man where i've read the manga before so like i'm like i feel special and it feels weird (laughs) me being in this very uh not minority but like in this group before 
it gets an adaptation because like the fans right. will rise up, like the numbers will spike up, and you're not going to see Spy Family on the shows as soon as this yeah. uh, show airs because it's really good and it's really and it's really unique, and I feel like it's worth the watch. And I'm wondering who you know the Dubs will be because I feel like this could be a really good yeah. This yeah. could be a great cast for Dubs. Um, second do we season. Know, do we know who's dubbing at Funimation or maybe? No, Sentai? we don't know for any okay. of these. Well, I, I I would imagine. See, that's my question: Is Funimation still going to be doing dubs to them, or are they going to be partnered with Crunchyroll? That's a good question. I we could just think. I actually think it might be Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah, but I hope they don't lose. Funimation doesn't lose. No, their, Funimation Studio is still over there. I feel like yeah. they'll focus. Like, okay, we're should be doing dubbing. Yeah, and we like live in Dallas, the, by the way, so we're yeah. in the we're in the stratosphere. Let's of go that. say hi to them yeah. right now. Yeah. No, uh, two more shows I want to mention. Uh, sure. Komi-san can't communicate. Second season. Let's go. That's on Netflix. You can Let's give go. it a watch. It's very funny and it's a good watch. <laughs> I would recommend it. So wholesome. Yeah. Super wholesome. Super wholesome. Uh, and we really mean it. Usually when people say that, it's like <laughs> when it's actually not that wholesome, but it is. Uh, <laughs> what's the English name for this? Uh, Shikamori is not just a cutie. Uh, that's a, this show has like a lot of. It, the manga is not that big, but like if you watch the trailer, you can get an idea of why people like it. Nothing wrong with it, but like uh, right. I don't know. It's usually one of those shows where like the girl is like the main is like the main seller, yeah. and it's and uh, I don't know. It just looks really enjoyable. I'm gonna be watching it. And I'm gonna be watching all six of these shows. There's other shows that the spring will have, but mm-hmm. these are the main ones. And I recommend to go checking them out. Uh, if they have a first season, right. go watch them. But yeah, can't right. wait for that. Yeah, can't wait for that. It's gonna be great. Next week. We don't know what we're talking about. No. We'll, we'll figure it out. We have a lot of ideas. Yeah. I think that Funimation thing is a good thing to talk about and how what the future yeah. of Crunchyroll will be. Yeah, I th- that's a good thing. Um, maybe maybe, uh, maybe predictions since we haven't read uh, and the finale of Attack on Titan is, is happening. Yeah, maybe we, we might get more that. information. The yeah. uh, From when we're recording right now, we still haven't gotten the final episode of this apparent final season of Attack on Titan, so that'll be yeah. premiering this Sunday. We'll obviously know... I hope they announce it that day or yeah. at least uh, the Monday after. So hopefully by the next recording, uh, we will know what the plan is. Yeah. Movie or not, new season. Oh, God, I hope it's not another part three final season. I really hope no, that's not the they're case. not going to do that. They're, it's going to be a movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll hopefully discuss about that in the next episode. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to our podcast. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe. Go to our Spotify. Leave a follow. Do anything you can. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Apple Podcasts. Go to our Anchor. We're also going to start posting on Fridays, so make sure you check those out. Yeah, the see all that stuff. Yeah, special videos uh, is what he means. Like episodes will still come out on Mondays because we're the Manga Monday show, but uh, we'll be having uh, exclusive content on the YouTube. Uh, on the YouTube page. So go check that out on there. So yeah. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.